Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio. We are almost to Friday. I can just taste it. Last night, Game 3 NBA World Championship Finals. They start calling some fouls on uh, Golden State. Did in the fourth period. Yeah, when it counted, they did. And uh, you mentioned Friday. That's when they play again. Mm -hmm. Game 4 is Friday, so there's only a... Oh, a 48-hour reprieve here in time to rest. And that's all, of course, designed for television. This was the Boston Celtics who won last night, 116-100. to And they held Golden State to 11 points in the fourth period. Played some really solid defense. Solid is <laughs> also to be identified with some physical play underneath with guys banging into each other. And back in the old days when I was a kid, they, they were fouls. They aren't now. Anyway, that's beside the point. That's the way the game's played. And... Each team has to adjust to that. But Golden State didn't have their shooting in the fourth period. They did prior to that. This is a really good long-distance shooting team. Any time you have a Stephen Curry out there and people of, of that caliber who can shoot long, you're going to be in a game. And they were until the Celtics put the defense on them. Fourth period, Boston wins 116-100. Celtics lead two games to one in that series. And they remain in Boston on Friday, correct? correct? So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just... Seems to, I, I know I'm putting my tinfoil hat back on, talking about how they want to force a game seven. But if you just look at the series that have happened this year, they've just been like blowout, 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 blowout. It's I don't know. I'll take my. T- I know. I know you're gonna say I'm crazy, but no, time. no, no, not crazy. You're just a cynic. <laughs> hey, maybe you're rubbing, rubbing off on me a little bit after all this time. I'm a cynic too, but I'm not going to go that far <laughs> to say it's controlled. <laughs> All right, so, you know, like I said earlier in the week when we were talking about uh, the uh, the new golf tour and, and the controversy between the PGA and it, that everyone's got a price. Some of us are a little bit more expensive than others, but everyone ultimately does have a price, and two more guys found out what theirs were, didn't they? Yeah, the key is here, what action does the PGA take? Do they take their cars and say, hey, you guys aren't coming back to this tour anymore? Or will they let them play on both tours? This time it's Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed who have said they're going to play. Not this tournament, but they're going to play when the tour comes to the United States, which it will starting next week. I believe there are seven other tournaments to be played. It's an eight-tournament schedule that live, and this is the live international group that's putting this on, backed by the Saudi Arabian government and backed by about $400 million. The Saudis have said they're, going, they're in this for the long run, and the long run is 10 years. They've signed a 10-year contract. That's not to say all the players will be in at that. They're going to have to come up with some kind of rules. But anyway, there are players who are competing in London this week, and the next tournament is down in Oregon at Pumpkin Ridge, which is one of the golf courses that the Corn uh, Ferry Tour uses for mm-hmm. their championships. It, still, they're legitimate golf courses, of course. But the money factor is a lot different, and the formula is a lot different. Instead of 72 holes, you're playing 54, and there are no cuts, so that means that everybody makes money. They do on the PGA Tour anyway, but come on. Anyway, we do have two more golfers who have gone there, and eventually the PGA is going to have to come up with some kind of a rule that says, hey, it's us or them. Right now, I don't perceive live as being a threat to the PGA, but I can see where it will happen the next couple of years. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe I, there's no way it's going to be a merger, but I bet those PGA suits are shaking in their boots right now <laughs> or trying to figure out where to come up with some more money. 
Um, all right. Speaking of money, latest NIL offer in college sports is just unbelievable. It really is. This is C.J. Stroud, who was the quarterback at Ohio State. He signed a deal. Now, get this. This is a college kid. Signed a deal yesterday, and he had the choice. One was a Bentley, and the other was a Mercedes. The Bentley was a $150,000 car. The Mercedes was a $200,000 car. He chose the Mercedes. And you're, what, what on earth? These are college kids. Dang, this is always going on. But it was always in the back room somewhere. And when the NCAA would come in and say, hey, you're getting illegal. Now it's legal. Now they can do this. So that, this one's a little bit over the top, though. A $200,000 Mercedes to play football in college? Oh, my goodness sake. Anyway, that's where we're headed. There's going to have to be some control over this. Colleges don't have anything to do with nil. That's all private. And if a state supports it, which Ohio does, which Missouri does, which other states do, and they say, hey, you, you can do that sort of thing, this is what's going to happen. You're going to have a total out-of-control circumstance. The kid who just left Missouri State to go to Missouri, uh, Isaiah Mosley, he's getting a nil up there. I don't know for how much, but man, it's probably not, not a Mercedes. But at the same time, he's probably driving around a Land Rover or something like it's that. It's something <laughs> <laughs> better than what we drive. So let's switch gears here and talk some baseball. How the Cardinals and Royals do yesterday? Cardinals not so well. Royals, glory be. They finally scored some got, runs. Got some runs and a win. And Let's a win. go, Royals. Three runs in the first inning, of all things, against the Toronto Blue Jays, and it was uphill from there. They won by a score, they being the Royals, won by a score of 8-4. to four. That's very good. Maybe, maybe this is taking the shackles off a little bit, and some of the offense can get rolling now, but that's a nice win. It's an afternoon game up at Kauffman Stadium yesterday, and Kansas City gets the win. Not such good news for the Cardinals. They fell behind in the first inning when the Tampa Bay Rays scored three runs, and Tampa Bay continued to add it on there and beat the Cardinals 11-3 last night. The Cardinals in the National League Central Division are only a half a game out of first place because the leaders, the Milwaukee Brewers, have really stumbled on hard times. They're, they got beat last night 10 to nothing. So the Cardinals didn't lose any ground. But it's it's really, it, it's, it's, the Cardinals need to start winning and getting an advantage in the mm-hmm. National League Central because there are going to be slumps that they go through. And you want to have that cushion in there when those slumps do come. And that's all part of sports. Those things do happen. So the Cardinals and the Rays will play again this afternoon under the roof down in, actually, St. Petersburg is where the Tropicana Field is. See how they make out today, but they've lost the first two games, play today, and then head home to take on the Cincinnati, I hesitate to call them Reds because they're not red, they're pink anymore. They're not playing very well. (laughs) Well, they could definitely use some time to gain some ground. Who the Royals playing? The uh, the Royals continue with their series, take today off, and then they have a series coming up uh, for the weekend. So yeah, it's 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 a busy schedule for all these teams. This is the this is the key time of the year. It is, and it's where you really start to put your uh, dig your heels into the ground, as they say. Speaking of which, Springfield Cardinals seem to be doing just that, don't they? They they have been playing better baseball, and they're hitting the ball until last night. Actually, they did hit the ball last night. They had the same number of hits that the Midland Rockhounds did, but not enough on the scoring on the scoreboard. 4-2 was the final. Midland got the win. They're playing out at Midland, Odessa, and they'll play again tonight out in the uh, the deep hearts of Texas. That's where they are right now. So the Cardinals, they're still quite a bit under 500. they They're 21-32 and 32 on the year, but it's a team that's showing me some 
stick to some good defense, some getting better pitching, but not great yet. A lot of offense. This team can hit the ball. They're entertaining to watch. And they're back in town on Tuesday, right? Correct. Play All the right. Corpus Christi Hooks. Well, make your plans. going to be a great week for that. And uh, they're here for Father's Day, too, which is also a very cool <laughs> thing. Uh, last but not least, I know it must be something uh, important if I see Ned write down Talk about women's softball championships. So what the hell's going on with that? The final two. These are the final two teams playing. And just as it is in baseball, in the Baseball World Series, the championship matches the best of three. The two teams, can you ask for any better rivals? It's Oklahoma versus Texas. These are the two of the most fierce rivals in all of college sports. And wouldn't you know it, it all boils down to those two playing for the championship. Well, Oklahoma, folks, is the two-time reigning women's softball champions. I can't see them losing. Yesterday in the opening game, (laughs) got out of hand pretty quickly. Oklahoma 16, Texas 1. And this is women's softball, folks. This Oklahoma team is virtually unstoppable. They're a machine. They've only lost three games this year. Only three. One of them was to Texas. Another moves to Oklahoma State, and I believe UCLA was the third one to beat them. But over and above that, that's three teams in an over 60-game schedule. That's all they've lost. This team is really loaded, and these are outstanding uh, female athletes at Oklahoma. They can play the game. Anyway, 16-1 to was their win yesterday. It's a best of three. They could wrap it up tonight. Well, we'll see what happens. But, man, every time I watch those ladies throw those pitches, wow. It gets me scared. It's like being a... Third grader trying to go in to pitch again. Well, now that you bring up a good point, they, they, it's only 46 feet away that they're throwing, and they're throwing 70 miles an hour. A 46 feet at 70? That H-U-R-T-S if it hits you. Yes, sir, <laughs> and that's why uh, they uh, seem to be wearing a hockey uniform while they're out there. Ned, you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.